Tuesday, September 22nd. Walking into Shady Pines for her Tuesday shift felt like returning home after a long vacation. Her surroundings were both intimately familiar and completely foreign. She froze in the middle of the lobby to recalibrate. Shady Pines smelled like the same air freshener, glared with the same fluorescent lights, and clenched against the same muted quiet of forced air. Well, why are you just standing there smirking, Percy? I swear all the kids these days are on drugs. Oh. Good morning, Glenda. She'd realized Shady Pines was the same, and time with Adam had made her brand new. And apparently, she wasn't the only brand new person in the place. Denise was standing at the hostess stand, waving at residents as if she was a newly elected mayor riding on her own parade float. Dozens of thin wire bracelets cascaded and bounced on her arm. Her eyes shone, and her magenta lips stretched around a wide, bright grin. Percy, what's cooking? Uh, hello, stranger. Has anyone ever told you you look just like my boss, Denise? But happy? Denise brushed invisible lint off the front of her silk blouse. Hello there, Louise. Good morning, Anton. Looking good, Bertie. Are you going to tell me why you're smiling like a lunatic? Percy, don't sass your elder. I beg your pardon, ma'am. Small talk it is. Uh, the weather's been something else, huh? And I heard they caught the guy who'd been graffitiing police cars. Turns out those were not rocket ships. There was a long pause as they surveyed the dining room. It would have grown painfully awkward if Percy hadn't understood Denise's tendency towards quiet spells. But eventually, Denise crossed her arms over her chest and asked, Have I ever told you anything about my way back when? Back when I was called Charles? When I wore Jordache jeans that had to be tight enough to resist the pull of my heavy brass belt buckle? When I had a luscious, bushy mustache that made Tom Selleck feel like a pansy? When I was even more uncomfortable than you can ever imagine? Percy had stopped breathing. She was afraid the slightest movement would make Denise stop telling her story. After work, I'd play pool at the bar with my buddy Arnie. Mind you, I was dead sexy in that costume I wore. Broke more hearts than I had notches in my belt, believe me. I probably have at least two kids out there. Anywho, it was a lackluster life until Arnie brought around his latest girlfriend. Gladia. She was an angel. So galactically beautiful that a blurry outline marked the places her body touched this unworthy world. Suffice it to say, my painted-on-jeans caused me specific types of pain when I looked directly at her. Eh, TMI, but you're old enough. <laughs> if she'd asked me, I'd have started a cult to worship her. Would you have been the Gladiites? Or the Gladizonians? Shall I be finished? Mm, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-hmm. Gladia petrified me. I made as little eye contact as possible. Figured she'd know right away that she moved my mountain. One night, I got beer brave enough to meet those eyes head on. As you may guess, Percy, there was no magical lightning bolt. In fact, it was as if Gladia couldn't even see me staring at her. 
Like I wasn't man enough for her brain to register my existence. Eh, depression took me down hard. I stopped playing pool with Arnie. This discovery that I was invisible. If Claudia didn't see me, how could anyone, you know? See, I turned her into some kind of deity. Figured she could see through to my soul and it was just no good. And so I focused on fixing my soul. The heartbreak did eventually wear off, but something was left behind. An itch. Something that kept darting out of the corner of my eye. Fast forward. I realized my soul was just fine. It turns out it was me who couldn't see me. When I finally saw Denise inside Charles and embraced her, I felt incredible. I never forgot about Claudia. She was my guru who pushed me to face myself. Never thought I'd see her again. Please use Gladia's name in the present tense right now. Yeah, at the go-kart track. You mean like two weeks ago? And you're just telling me now? Watch it, little one. You want to hear the rest of the story, not another peep. Mm-hmm. Before I even saw her, Gladia recognized me. That angel of a woman saw me. She rushed me, hugged me, and perched her dainty fingers on my arm while we talked. But I didn't let my brain go there. Just friends, I figured, because, I mean, I'm not Charles anymore. But Saturday night, I learned in a very specific and enjoyable way that I am nowhere near the friend zone. What? She told me she had never really liked Arnie. It was too rough, she said, too stilted and closed off. Turns out, Percy, all of Claudia's life, she had longed for a very particular type of man. A man who's soft, who smells good. A graceful and self-aware man. It turns out, Claudia is attracted to people who wear a dress or skirt over their baloney pony. I'm, I'm still floating. Percy's eyes had teared up and she bit her lips into a quivering smile. It would take a few seconds of silence to avoid both of them crying in front of the 25 hungry elders who were milling into the dining room. Denise, you deserve that magic. I do. And don't we all? But I never would have guessed I'd get it. Will you invite Arnie to your wedding? If I hadn't met you, I'd have made him my maid of honor. <laughs> really? I humbly accept. But I will not wear any pink, mauve, or any variation on seafoam. I'm really excited for you, Denise. It's so good to hear something exciting has happened here besides a heart attack or stroke. Hold that thought. I'm not the only new news. On Sunday, one of the residents went missing. What? Yep. That blue-eyed new guy. Oh, that is, the former new guy. I thought he ran off with one of those horny raisins that had been after him, you know. But every other resident is accounted for. There are some things missing from his cottage, but no sign of anything weird or foul play. Some think he was catfished by someone on the internet. He's always on his laptop. But whatever the reason, he's gone. What do you mean? No one's looking for him? They don't have any leads or anything. I'm sure they'll find him. He couldn't have gotten too far. But, Percy, Elma is still here, and she's depending on you until they invent an IV for heavy cream. You know, since Elma moved in, we've been using 15% more cream. For real, I calculated it. Percy thought of the last time she saw Adam in the Shady Pines dining hall. He was wearing his pressed gray suit and the blue tie that made his eyes pop. Then, 
Percy pictured the last time she saw Adam at Fort Knox. He was wearing nothing which had made her eyes pop. That evening, Percy had dinner with her dad. He'd made a special meal and then took her out for ice cream. When they sat down with her Sundays, Percy poked the skin that had formed on her hot fudge topping. She dragged it with her spoon, watching it wrinkle and expose a glistening freshness that immediately began to form another protective skin. Hey dad, can people get younger? His face dipped into thought and he nodded. Well, we need to unpack that question before we can answer it, don't we? As he took a laborious straw of vanilla milkshake through the wide red straw, his eyes grew comically wide. The question to start with is, what is age? Is it physical? Psychological? In this case, both. Both. Okay. Well, I don't think we can get physically younger. We can slow down the aging process, but likely can't stop or reverse it. But then again... I would not ever say never. He who utters an offhand never is a reckless fool. The relentlessly curious have discovered many a possibility inside the impossible, just sitting there in plain view. I can speak more definitely about the psychological... Wait. Hold on. My brain is trying to tell me something. Percy's dad squeezed his eyes shut and bit the side of his bottom lip. An onlooker would have assumed he'd succumbed to brain freeze from drinking his milkshake too fast. I'm remembering something. Hold on. It's coming to me. Oh, I can't grab it. Can we put a pin in it until I can get into some of my books? After Percy nodded, he asked, What's going on, Percy? Is your time at Shady Pines spotlighting your own mortality? Yeah, something like that. When they got back to her dad's study, Percy opened a window and then draped her legs over the arm of the red leather chair. Yes, there. There it is. This is what I had been trying to remember. Want to hear it? Yeah, of course, Dad. Hit me. There are a couple case studies about subjects with multiple personality disorders who experience significant physical changes when they switch from one mental reality to the other. Like what? Percy sat up, hugged her shins, and rested her chin on her knees. Well, for example, there's this man. He had one personality that was diabetic and one that was not. When he was the diabetic person, his blood sugar was recorded as way too high, high enough to need insulin shots. But when he switched personalities, his blood sugar clocked in as normal, and his regular insulin shots nearly killed him. Really? Mm-hmm. And there was a woman who had one personality with blue eyes, and another with green eyes. Her eye color changed 100% when she switched from one personality to the other. Now, those are just two case studies. Maybe a person could get physically younger. I would never expect it to happen... But I also wouldn't rule it out completely. Okay, what about psychologically? It seems easiest to think people who get younger mentally have some disorder. Not necessarily. Age and mental capacity are not associatively concordant. I mean, look at Trump and Malala. Or Nelson Mandela and Honey Boo Boo. Dad, how on earth do you know about Honey Boo Boo? Oh, you didn't know I was a big reality TV fan? Mm, yeah, no, I can't even joke about that. They discussed Miss Boo Boo on NPR once. Age and wisdom are not mutually exclusive. 
Sometimes things we learn as we grow from child to adult make us wiser, but other things we learn can actually cloud our innate wisdom. An adult who realizes this and actively unlearns and rejects useless things, like meaningless social norms or so-called rules that only hold true in their familial matrix, they could be said to have acquired the wisdom of an innocent child. So, you're saying I could be wiser than you? Percy, my dear, that's a definite, for sure, certainty. Clearer eyes see more accurately what is actually there, rather than what the mind says must be there. And you, my dear, have some of the clearest vision I know. Sometimes wisdom is knowing when to trust the more subtle senses and ignore what seems to be right in front of you. So, I suppose we have concluded that, yes, it is theoretically possible for a person to become younger, both physically and psychologically. Interesting. Thanks. That gives me a lot to think about. Purse, you okay? It's been wonderful to have you here with me tonight, but I'd fully expected to enjoy mere glimpses of you until you left for college. Everything okay with Adam? Everything's great. It was actually his idea for me to hang out with you tonight. I mean not that I didn't want to, just he doesn't want to monopolize me, I guess. When do I get to meet this thoughtful gentleman? Sometime later on, Dad. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. Percy, I'm flooded with two knee-jerk fatherly reactions. First, that you're ashamed of me, and second, that I should be suspicious. Zero percent accuracy. Adam's just shy. Well, whenever you're ready, hon, I'll be nice. Nobody thinks you're not nice. Adam's just shy. Dad, I'm tired. Okay if we break up this party? Of course, of course. You know, Percy, your mom would be really proud of you and how you're handling yourself, how conscientious you are. It's a scientific fact that being a teenager nowadays is harder than ever. Your mom would be really proud, and I am too. Thank you.